0: Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, everyone, and how are you doing? Firstly, hi to all of you who came by to my booth at the Bar Park Health Expo. It was wonderful meeting you, and I hope this podcast inspires you to make positive changes in your life. I'll begin with sharing some of the messages that came in. Thank you all for your feedback. I'll share one of those messages just to help motivate you to make better choices. So here goes. I know about this podcast from your ad. I started listening from the first one and I'm catching up. I'm hooked. I see it changing myself. I used to come home from work and even after supper, I would find myself not stopping to be hungry and keep nibbling on food. And since I started listening, I find that I can go three or four hours without food and I'm not hungry. I feel content and I feel great. Thank you. It's great to hear and definitely inspiring for the rest of us. Now, before I get to the questions, for the questions that don't get addressed here, either because they're too specific or they cannot be answered in a public forum because the answer is individual to the one asking, I have one thing to say for all those questions. How meticulous or strict you choose to be with a plan of eating is up to you. The goal is to do most of the things right most of the time. And most of the time doesn't mean most of the hours of the day. It means most of the days of the year. And notice I didn't say days of the week. That would be too often not to follow the guidelines. If you bear off the path occasionally, that doesn't make it or break it. All right. Now for the questions. Question. Any suggestion to help lose weight while taking medication that doesn't allow weight loss I related to the question that you shared last time of cravings that are enormous. Plus, I'm taking meds. How can I make it easier? Maybe there's a vitamin that can help. All right. So my answer is, yes, it can be impossible to lose weight with some medication. But before you get discouraged, listen to this. Your job is not to lose weight. Losing weight is not a goal in and of itself. All we need to do is give our bodies the proper care that it deserves. What is our job? Number one, feed yourself nutritious food. Get creative with food prep to make the healthy food appealing. Number two, drink lots of water. Number three, do exercise. Number four, get enough sleep. Number five, control stress levels. You asked about vitamins. Definitely immune-boosting vitamins can help to strengthen you and make you feel your very best. This is, in a nutshell, what's up to us to do. Generally, when you do the self-care in every aspect, then you look your very best. Weight loss is not something you actively have to do. It's not a real goal. It's something that happens on its own when you do your part. What I'm saying is just focus on self-care and everyone has areas that they can improve. If Hashem gave you a, a condition that requires meds and makes weight loss impossible for you, then the best thing you can do is accept it. And acceptance is not an excuse to neglect yourself. You're simply accepting that unrealistic weight loss ideals doesn't apply to you. And that's okay. We tend to view our body like a classroom of school children, and everyone should just behave and do what they need to do. But if you don't give children TLC the love and attention they need in order to thrive, then they act up. Our limbs and our organs need attention. If you don't give it, then they ask for it in a painful way, such as weight gain, poor digestion, joint pain, poor sleep. Our body has many ways of acting up. You got to treat it right in order for it to serve you well. Question. This week, again, there, were, there was the common question of which sweetener is better to use, honey or Ceylon, and I'm going to answer it just because it keeps coming in. This is a question that I cannot answer because we should not be sweetening our foods, period. To flavor your food, the healthy option is spices. Many spices provide wonderful nutrients, and it's about time we weaned from sweet foods. The damaging effect is overwhelming. Now I'd like to discuss a part of digestion that's not talked about much and it's called postprandial state. The word prandial means related to food and postprandial means the state of our body after we eat. What's happening in our body after we chewed up and swallowed that meal? If this would be an open line, I'm sure you'd be able to give me some answers to this question such as sugar spikes, insulin produced, and this is correct plus more. There's a lot going on in the phase following a meal and it's hard work for our body. We can't give an exact time frame for this phase because it depends on what you ate. A high-fat meal takes much longer to digest than a high-sugar meal, for example. In Western societies, though, most people spend the majority of their day in a postprandial state. Now, how sad is that? The problem with this is that it puts you at a bigger risk for disease. And by the way, this is the reason why when you're not feeling well, you don't need to eat much since the phase following a meal is associated with increased inflammation and oxidative stress. Now, the term oxidative stress, for those that are not familiar with, this is a condition that happens when antioxidant levels are low. And most people probably don't get enough antioxidants, unless you're very health conscious and you eat lots of fruits and vegetables. So back to postprandial. The reason I'm sharing this information is because sometimes having inside info on your body makes it easier to take care of it. When things make sense to you, it takes less motivation to keep going. You're not just following a plan blindly. Postprandial is a phase that should pass quickly and easily. Sometimes, though, it doesn't pass so quickly, such as when we eat foods that are harder to digest, then postprandial just drags on and on, or if we just keep eating grazing all evening, like the comment I shared at the beginning, she said she would come home from work, have dinner, and then just keep on nibbling food. This keeps us in a constant state of postprandial, which leads to negative health consequences and, of course, hinders weight loss. There's another term related to postprandial. It's called food coma, or in fancier terms, postprandial somnolence. What this is, it's the feeling of drowsiness following a meal. Generally, food coma is experienced after very large or heavy meals, and we're all familiar with that, like shops Afternoon. Calorie-dense meals with high concentrations of fat and carbs are linked to fatigue. And a small study was done comparing the effects of having a light lunch versus having a heavy lunch and how it affected driving and drowsiness. The heavy lunch increases the numbers of times drivers deviated from their lane, and these effects increased up until two hours after a meal. There's an observation that in the post-lunch hours from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, overall work performance dips and vehicle accidents increase. This may be the reason for afternoon naps that are common in many cultures. Food coma may last up to 4 hours after the meal, depending on what you ate. Now, I'll explain while I'm sharing all of this. I'm just first going to share one more question that came in. I'm going to... The question that came in, how can it be that your program is not focused on portion control? Is there no concern of overeating? All right. So there's no way anyone can tell you how much to eat. Does it make sense to you that on a lazy Sunday when you're getting up late and not doing much, you should have the same allowance as on a very long day? Obviously, if you're using more energy, you should eat more food. And no, there's no concern of overeating when you're making the right food choices and including lots of fruits and vegetables. Even if you feel full, like really full after the meal, healthy food swells in the stomach, so you feel full before you have a chance to overeat. One more point about natural food. Our stomach naturally shrinks when we stick to natural food. And if, all that, if, if this sounds too good to be true, go ahead and try it and see for yourself the amazing results of cutting out processed food and nourishing your body with wholesome food. So back to postprandial. someone left a message for a practical tip to work on for the two weeks until the next upload. And this is a very nice idea to put what you hear in theory and apply it in practice. So I'm just going to give one idea related to this specific episode. I'd like to suggest uh, in relation to what we spoke today that give yourself a time frame whenever you eat so that you don't have that postprandial dragging on and and on. Tell yourself, I'm going to eat now for 50 minutes or for 30 minutes. And, you know, if it's a longer dinner meal, give yourself 45 minutes. That way, if you have distractions while you eat, the time frame allows you to be more conscious about your meal and avoid the grazing all evening. Try it and see how it works for you. So that's that for now. Good luck. And I hope these ideas resonate with you and positively influence your self-care. Feel free to reach out to sign up for personal guidance. The number to sign up is 646-498-6696. Have a great week and all the best. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7 and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.